Hello, and welcome to the Heavenly Manor with Milton Harris broadcast. On today's broadcast, we want to conclude the message we started on the New Bridge broadcast as we're looking at Hebrews 9.27, where he said, It's appointed unto men once to die, and after this, uh, the judgment. And so we were looking at resurrection and judgment. And we began by looking at the resurrection of the sinner, the lost, unto retribution in a horrible place called hell. Then we began to look at the resurrection of the saints there into rejoicing in a wonderful place called heaven. And then we looked at the reality of the anti-Semitism that is going on uh, today and how it is increased. And we went on to Zechariah 14 to talk about how it is going to be on the increase. Well, we hope that the message will be a help and a blessing to you. Rifled, in other words, desolate, and the women ravished, and half of this city shall go forth into captivity, and the residue of the people shall not be cut off from the city. Then shall the Lord go forth and fight against those nations, as when he fought in the day of battle. And his feet shall stand in that day upon the Mount of Olives, which is before Jerusalem on the east. And the Mount of Olives shall cleave, and the mist are toward the east and toward the west, and there shall be a great valley, and half of the mountain shall remove toward the north and the half toward the south. I'm going to start right there for just a moment. Where did the Lord Jesus Christ ascend up at? Mount of Olives. Where is he going to literally come back and put his feet on earth? In the Mount of Olives. Is this the rapture? No. This is the return. This is when we come back with him. But I want you to see what he says here. He says, I'm going to gather all nations against Jerusalem. And all, in other words... Uh, there, the majority of the world's nations, and we do know out of Matthew 25, there will be some that will try to help Israel. But he's saying here, the world's nations are going to come against Israel. Okay? Now, let me, let me share something with you, and I'm going to come back to this, and then, and then we're going to close out. Go with me to Genesis chapter 12 right quick. Genesis chapter 12. And let's just start with verse 1. Now the Lord had said unto Abram, Get thee out of thy country and from thy kindred and from thy father's house unto a land that I will show thee. Where is that land? Palestine, Israel. And I will make of thee a great nation. And I will bless thee. And make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing. And I will bless them that bless thee. I want you to get this. And curse him that curseth thee. And in thee shall all families of the earth be blessed. Now, all the families of the earth are blessed through Abraham, through Isaac, through Jacob, through David, through Jesus Christ. How are all we blessed? It's through Jesus Christ. Okay? From the seed of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. But I want you to see he made 
the Abrahamic covenant right here. And by the way, that covenant that God makes, uh, there's a covenant, uh, agreement He makes between God and man. They are some that are conditional. The Mosaic covenant. God says, if you will, I will. But I'm going to tell you what, the Abrahamic covenant, uh, there is an unconditional covenant. You say, why is that important? That means it don't ever end. That means it's alive today. It has not stopped. And it will not stop. The David, Davidic covenant. That's a tongue twister. It's a unconditional covenant. God made a promise to David and he made it to Solomon that they would be uh, their one set on the throne. Now I know today that a lot of say, well, he, Jesus is sitting on the throne in heaven. Well, I'm going to tell you what, Isaiah said he would sit on the throne here. The angel Gabriel told Mary he would sit on the throne here and he would rule and reign. He did not do that in his first advent, but he will in his second advent, praise God. But now, the point is this. When you go against Israel, you're going against the covenant that God has made. When you look and try to help now I, I know Israel is blinded in part now. I know as a whole they have not received Jesus Christ as their Messiah, but one day they will. But the Word of God says, for those that bless them, God will bless. But those that curse them, God will curse. Have you thought about why there's so much unrest? Why there's so much uh, there demonic, evil stuff that takes place in the Middle East? It's because there are those that are cursing Israel and they cannot find rest. Because God has placed a curse upon them. They are cursed. Is that not the word of God? That's the truth. Now God made this covenant. And it's still in place today. And when he comes back it's still going to be in place. Alright. Now with all of that said. When we go back to Zechariah. And we do know. That he's talking probably about Armageddon here at the end of tribulation. But I want you to realize something. You read Ezekiel 38 and 39. There's going to be a point there uh, after the first half of the tribulation that Russia, which is Gog, and then the Persians, which is Iran, they're going to come from the north against Israel. They will be defeated. But again, at the end of the tribulation, when all these nations come against Israel, here comes Russia, here comes Iran from the north. That's the word of God. Persia is Iran. Gog is Russia. But we also see the Euphrates River dry up. And we got those coming out of the east, which we believe is China. All right, Who is two of the biggest world powers right now? Probably even greater than America at this point. It's Russia and China. Iran is growing, aren't they? They're growing in their power and in their mind. And so we see these three major players coming upon Israel. America is not mentioned. You would like to think it's because America doesn't come uh, against Israel. 
But think about this. Look at what's taking place now. When the church is raptured out of here, I just don't know that America uh, will stand with Israel any longer. Oh, me. I got one more scripture, and we're going to close with this. I I want to show you something. Turn with me over into uh, the book of 2 Thessalonians, just a second. And I'm closing out. They're getting a song ready. This is just what God's laid on my heart this morning. I I don't know about you. It disturbed me this week. We got to study. We got to look at. And I want you to be encouraged to know, listen, if we're seeing all this anti-Semitism now, And how it's growing now, how close must we be to the Lord coming back? How close must we be to the rapture? Now, I want you to see something here. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. This will back up my statement when I said about America. He said, now we beseech you, brethren, by the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. By the way, Paul's correcting an error here in his second letter in that the church is not in the tribulation, all right? Some have got the idea out there, the church is in. You and I as Christians will suffer trial and tribulations, but I'm talking about the tribulation period. And it, I want to tell you what, what we're going through is not comparable to what's going to be going on in that seven-year period. He said here, uh, And by our gathering together unto him, that you be not soon shaken in mind, or be troubled. And that's a... Isn't that a wonderful statement? Don't be troubled. Hey, that should be going out to us today. Don't be troubled. Neither by spirit, nor by word, nor by letter, uh, as from us, as that the day of Christ is at hand. Let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall not come except there come a fallen away first. Now, I'm going to stop right here. There's two interpretations here of this falling away. Number one, it's that apostasy is grown to the point that people just completely forsaken the Lord. There's also the thought that here, that the, the literal meaning here is that there's a snatching out or a carrying away. In other words, that the church is gone. All right? First, and the man of sin be revealed the son of perdition. Who's he talking about? The Antichrist. Who opposes and exalted himself above all that is called God, or that is worshipped, so that he is God, sitteth in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. This goes back now. I got so much going through. Matthew 24, 15. When Jesus talked about when you see uh, there the abomination of desolation uh, that was prophesied by Daniel. And by the way, he said, when you see... Now, I'm not the bright, and you know that from listening to me. My English is just out there. You teachers probably understand that. But I do understand that when you see means something that hasn't happened yet. See, this is not Antichus Epiphanes back in, in the 2nd century B.C. Now, everybody's saying that's when it is, when he slaughtered the hog out there in the temple. No, th- this is not. He said, when you see, when you see... What's happening in the middle of that tribulation? The Antichrist is going to go in. He's going to say, hey, I'm God. You worship me. You worship me. All right. So this is what he's talking about. So that he is God and sitteth in the temple and showing himself to be his God. You know, that's Satan's goal always, isn't it? To be God. That's what God kicked out to start with, isn't it? 
<laughs> Remember ye not that when I was yet with you, I told you these things. And now you know uh, what withholdeth that he might be revealed in his time. For the mystery of iniquity doeth already work. It was working in Paul's day. We see it working in our day. Only he who now letteth will let until he be taken out of the way. And then shall that wicked be revealed, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth, and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. Paul says there's a restrainer. That wicked one can't come onto the scene until that restrainer be going out. It's not just the Holy Spirit. See, the Holy Spirit was here before the church age. The Holy Spirit will still be in, present during the tribulation for those that are not, you know, that reject the mark of the beast and all. They won't enjoy all it does now, but will still be working. But it's the Holy Spirit in the body of the church. It's the church that is restraining because the Holy Spirit is invited. So the Holy Spirit invited the church is what's keeping that wicked one, the Antichrist, and all this way from coming forth. But when it, we're gone and the Holy Spirit is gone, invited in the church, now I'm going to tell you what, then all H-E-L-L is going to break loose. Oh, at first, at first, he's going to make a covenant with Israel, and it's going to seem like there's peace. But I'm going to tell you what, destruction's coming. Wickedness is coming. Oh, and there's going to be tribulation like this world has never known that's coming. And God's going to judge this world going to judge this world but you and I right now ought to rejoice in knowing that as long as we're here Satan can't proceed but so far and then praise God we're going to be out of here we're going to be out of here when he goes to proceed further oh me oh me this is what the Lord laid on our heart today. This is just what he laid on my heart.